Welcome to Views from the Market, Mid-Market Private Equity and M&A in Canada. My name is Mario Negro. I'm a partner in the Private Equity M&A Group at Steigman Elliott. For today's podcast, I'd like to welcome our special guest, Mark Pema, who's the senior partner at Novacap Industries. Mark, welcome. Hi, thank you very much, Mario. Yes, I've seen you. You've had a lot of podcasts so far, and it's become uh, quite famous in time. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Mark, we like to start by asking our guests to tell us a little bit about themselves and Novacap. So I think we'll start with a little bit about you and Novacap. Yeah, so uh, I've been with Novacap a total of about 16 years. In two stints, I was a partner at the end of the 1990s and beginning of 2000. And then I was an entrepreneur before, left Novacap, became an entrepreneur again, built a business which I sold at the end of and then rejoined Novacap in January, February of 2012 and opened the Toronto office then. So I've been a total of about 16 years with Novacap. I've been an entrepreneur for about 16 years also. And my profile fits a little bit the typical profile of a partner at Novacap. We tend to focus very much. We're operationally focused. We all have a lot of entrepreneurial or operational experience. So my profile fits that we like to convey. We're financial guys, but with a lot of operational expertise and experience. So Novacap, you know, we've been in business about 41 years. We're the oldest private equity group in the country. We manage close to $8 billion, which makes us definitely one of the largest funds in Canada. We've done over 300 transactions in the last 40 years. These transactions are done. We have different sectors uh, as far as funds. We have a very large tech fund. Uh, we do TMT types of transactions, mainly in telecom and in healthcare tech, in, Sa in SaaS models. We also have a financial services uh, group fund where we do insurance companies, brokers, related industries. And I'm a senior partner in the industries fund, which is more a diversified fund, which does agriculture, consumer goods, healthcare. And we do basically what our financial services guy, the TMT or, or tech guys. Our investments are focused in Canada and the U.S. We opened the Toronto office in 2012 when I joined. Novacap has always been an important factor in Canada and in, in Toronto, but we managed Toronto from Montreal at that point. So we opened the office in 2012. I was the first one. Novacap has always been a factor in, uh, nationally and in Toronto. It was mainly out of Montreal. We felt that you know Toronto being uh, the metropolis of Canada would be important strategically to have feet on the ground there. I moved from Montreal to Toronto at that time and I've been in Toronto for the last 10 years. Great city, exceptional city. And the team went from one, I was the first one, to 25 today. So we've been growing. Uh, we're at First Canadian Place at first and moved to Brookfield Place because they, we were too crowded at First Canadian Place. And then we moved about three years ago, right before the the pandemic at one university, and we've also been expanding by 50% our offices at one university over the last year or so. So we're about 25 in Toronto, about 75 in Montreal, our head offices in Montreal. We also opened the New York office. So we think that we're a bona fide national firm and international firm. Our markets, obviously, 
the Quebec and Ontario market are base markets where we have feet on the ground. But out west also, we're quite active out west and in the Maritimes. And, and the U.S. is also a territory where we do deals on a regular basis. If it's not platforms, it's on add-on acquisitions that we are obviously quite active in the U.S. You know, a few things that distinguish our group, obviously the size of our fund at $8 billion from the Canadian perspective, we're a good-sized fund. Uh, we're all ex-operators. I have a lot of operational experience. So, yes, we understand finance, but we understand what uh, to operate a business is and what an entrepreneur does. And our old period is usually on the longer side. Uh, our average old has been seven, eight years per business. We've exited after two or three years some businesses, but for some it took 15 years, and these were great investments also. So we tend to be on the patient side from that perspective. Mark, you know, you're well known in the marketplace for your work in the industrials kind of space. And Novacap is very well known historically as kind of being a leading firm when it comes to investing in those kind of industrial businesses. So I want to ask you a little bit about the kind of Novacap strategy when it comes to those type of businesses, kind of a little bit about what you look for, what the strategy has been, the kind of businesses that you focus on and, and kind of what you bring to them. Because Novacap yeah. has done exceptionally well in that space. So I'm not asking for the secret yeah. sauce, but whatever yeah. you're willing to... <laughs> Whatever you want to tell us of the secret sauce. So we're a growth firm. It's more of a buy and build type of strategy that we have. Probably half of our deals or tricor are with entrepreneurs. Some deals, uh, sometimes we deal more with managers if the business is at a different stage. But we work very well with entrepreneurs, with families, with managers. The types of space that we look at, usually we in diversified. Uh, the word industrial is a little bit misleading because we do a lot of consumer goods also. So it's more industries or it's more diversify, I would say. But we've had a lot of success in agriculture, as you know, Mario, in consumer goods, in industrial sector. And also as of recent, we've had many investments in the healthcare field. We feel at ease with the space manufacturing. Many of the partners come from the, the manufacturing world. So we also feel at ease there. If I give you some examples of a of companies we've invested in and we've had success. One of our first investments was a company called Laces. Laces is the world's largest importer of shower curtains. I mean, it doesn't sound exciting, but this was an exciting transaction, an exciting business, and exciting returns also. With a business like that, obviously, we teamed up with the entrepreneurs. There were five entrepreneurs. They were mainly selling in North America, a large head office in Canada. We obviously helped them look at acquisitions, and there was one acquisition in Delaware that we did a year and a half after the transaction, contacted a large competitor. It was in a restructuring, went to visit them a few times. They actually didn't want to speak to our operating partners at that time because they were two direct competitors. So we kind of uh, went in and presented ourselves as somewhat neutral or more neutral than our partners. And then when the relationship was built with the other group, we brought the two groups together. And obviously our partner in Laces, we bought the, the business in Delaware. Our partners were really involved in the restructuring of the business and kind of doubled the size of the of our original business 
actually uh, divested of that business faster than we usually do after about three years, three and a half years with great outcome, close to a 10 times cost investment after three or four years and very, very successful transaction. And this company is still very successful today. So we tend to get involved. We don't manage the businesses, obviously, even though we have operational experience, CEO experience and so on. But we're close to our people. We're close to our CEO. We're close to our CEO. We're close to our CFO. And we really try to be an extension of the business and business development, also in special projects, special challenges from time to time. And that, that's how we excel. Another good example that you're quite familiar with, are we had a mushroom business called Greenwood uh, with Mill Farms, local business near Toronto. We're one of the largest mushroom uh, farm in Canada. Took that business at a certain stage about five, six years ago. We actually, with that, and we were very close to the entrepreneur, our strategy at that time was to look at acquisitions. We probably visited half of the farms in North America. And after doing so kind of reviewed our strategy, felt that the, the best modus operandi was perhaps not through acquisitions for that business. Every business has its own benefits, advantages, or way to grow, and really kind of focus on domestic expansion. So we really decided from that point to make our current business that we had near Toronto, and we grew the business threefold from where we were. It was more organic growth, and I've been extremely successful at that. So the, the recipe, I would say, or the modus operandi uh, varies depending on the type of business, on the industry. What is constant is our involvement, not just on the board, not just on giving advice, but also on helping in acquisitions, but all helping in strategy and that. And we, we divested of that business recently, as you know, once again, with a great multiple of cost, multiple of sales, the EBITDA, and this business is still a great business. And we really tried to, for example, in that case, to have the best of class business in North America. America, automating that business and really be the low cost operator in North America and be able to make great margins when we sell our mushrooms and our farm products. So that gives some examples about what we've done and what we like. Mark, one of the things that I think is the most impressive about Novacap over its history is you're the type of firm that always seems to be busy. <laughs> and you've had great success in different type of economic environments to get deals done both on the buy side and exit. And I know, you know, you were very active in the last couple of years during COVID. And, you know, the firm is famous for its ability to really deploy capital and get deals done. What would you say is the kind of reason for that? You were very active during COVID. You're very active now. You continue to grow and expand. Why do you think that Novacap has had that great ability to really deploy capital in multiple sectors effectively, regardless of the economic environment? We dare to try new things. You know, Novacap started as a venture capital group for about 30% of our investment and buy out for the other 70%. And that's like 20, 25 years ago. These are our origins and being ex-operators or being quite involved in operation. And then we grew a tech fund and we had our diversified fund. We got out of venture. And then over the last four, five, six, we grew exponentially. Obviously, we had our traditional diversified fund and our tech fund was growing. Our tech fund uh, went on real huge growth also over the last few years. So we've been a lot more active than we had been in the past on the tech side. 
we're still very, very much active on the diversified side. And then we opened up a financial services segment and sector because we've been in business 41 years. We see a lot of deals, have a lot of traction. And there were a lot of opportunities that we're not able to do. I mean, financial services transactions, when I look at buying an insurance company or a broker, I have no clue as a, a diversified guy. I were to start by my partners in financial services. They have the expertise. So we've built all those segments. We have a digital infrastructure group right now to make so that we can cover as wide a path as possible, but still have some specialties and some areas of knowledge and competence. So I would say the growth that we've had over the last few years in terms of sectors and that have fueled demand and you know made it great for us. Obviously, having a beachhead in Toronto, one in Montreal and in New York makes that we have feet on the ground also and in many places. Being originally from Quebec, obviously our group understands very well the market there, which sometimes may, may be different and may be cultural or language aspects that may make you a deal different. We're quite familiar with that. We're familiar with obviously how to do a transaction in Ontario and out west. So I think there's a few things. We obviously you know, try to recruit the best like everybody, but I think there are a few things that distinguish us and make that we've had a fair degree of success in the current market. Mark, I always ask our guests to talk a little bit about the market and you know where they see the market going in their own perspective. In the case for you, particularly given the diversified focus, supply chain issues and human capital and all these other issues that uh, really you probably see head on in the businesses that you own. And so I want to ask you two sides of the question. How have you been managing all those issues with the portfolio? And then you know, where do you see the market going from where you sit? Are you slowing down? Is this an opportunity given where the market's going? Uh, I would say the COVID pandemic, the two years that we had when we obviously when we all entered that period, there was a, was a lot of fear and apprehension. I would say we probably have uh, 25, 26, 27 businesses in all of our three funds. Most of them passed through that period relatively well. We had a few were exposed, really exposed sector like hospitality, uh, fashion. Uh, it was a little bit more problematic, but these sectors are actually coming back right now. So, and then obviously what followed COVID is all of those supply chain issues, human capital. We have supply chain issues in most of our businesses. The way one thing that we do well and much better than we did in the past, we have an operations group now of five or six people who just focus on helping all of our businesses with specific issues, supply chain being one. For example, we analyze probably our group totally imports 15, 20,000 containers a year from Asia. So we try to pull all of those purchases or try to pull and to lever all of that volume to the benefit of all of our companies. So we really try to maximize that, make sure that supply chain issues that we can, if we can speak directly to a container group versus to a freight forwarder, we will try to do that. And with the size and the combination of our size, I think we've been able to do a few things that perhaps we're not able to do in the past. So, And I would say that uh, the business, the markets, as you know, have been hot uh, over the last few years. Right now, the way I see the market, if 12 months ago, any company that would go in a process would sell and would be hot, that it would be great traction. Today, you still have great processes and great traction, 
but there's like two classes of transaction. And then those who are not perfect companies have a more normal cycle. There's a lot of failed processes also because expectations have been set high because of the last 12 to 24 months where multiples increased. But we're we're still working in a lot of transactions. And we have uh, one or two, for example, in the diversified uh, group that are about to come on stream. A few weeks ago in our financial services group, we closed the rate up the CA transaction. We are still quite active, but we need to be careful not to overpay in the current environment and make sure that we do our own work properly. But we uh, were quite positive about the market. The next six months may be tough, but I think our companies are well positioned to be successful, even in environments that may become a little bit tougher. Mark, I want to thank you for joining us. It was great to learn more about NovaCap and its great success story and the work you've done to kind of build it out in Toronto and and really create a, a sizable presence in this market as well. So thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you very much, Mario. Well appreciated and congratulations on this podcast. I think it's a great initiative from you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Have you. a good day.